Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, buddy. Morning. Again, Grantless, still on vacay. Um, he'll be back on, I think it's Thursday. I think Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he may surprise us and show up tomorrow, but I doubt it. Um, Metallica tickets, how to win them on the show today. We got a busy, we got lots going on today. We couldn't do Bend Over Mondays, so we're doing Grab Your Ankle Tuesdays. So that's coming up. But you can't <laughs> wait for that. Um, and I want to uh, get into this right out of the gates. Um, on this day, 1960, Ray Charles went number one with this tune. We can get away with this, eh? Oh, yeah. A little Georgia on my mind this morning. I don't hate this at all. No. We're playing it. Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Dean Blundell on the line with us. Got a couple of things I want to touch on. Let's get into it right away. First off, Bill Burr, UFC 295. He's right up front. He's sitting next to Donald Trump, Kid Rock. And I guess over the main speakers, Dean, they announce Trump and he stands up and the, there's some applauding. Yeah. And right yeah, yeah, yeah. behind him is Bill Burr's wife, Nia. Okay. And not a she, fan. She's not a fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> and she gives him the two birds. The double birds. The double yeah, yeah. birds. Here's my question because there's there's a lot of conversation online about the possibility that this this could be a career ending thing for Bill Burr. And I'm like, I don't think it I don't think it's gonna be. Oh my god. Are you serious? Yes. People think that his wife giving the most hated criminal in in the United States, the double bird, is going to end his career. Have you watched his stand-up act? Go woke, bro- go it? broke. Go woke, go broke. Is that what they're saying? Hey, listen, we're fairly woke according to the dictionary term. We had our record year this year, so I don't know if that's actually a, uh, actually a thing. I don't think it is. Um, one of the headlines that made me laugh is Bill Burr blasted for wife's woke melt- meltdown. Let me just point this out. Is everybody who likes to use that word as a pejorative has no concept of context, right? So what they'll do is they'll they'll record a video like some idiot named the quartering nineteen hours ago put a video out for twelve and a half minutes on how Bill Burr has been blasted for his wife's woke meltdown. I thought this was a tough crew. Like I thought thought the right, the hard right was the was the was the crew that had the ability to say f the world we should be allowed to do whatever we want f this no one should have a problem with how we feel f you you should have a the reaction to this is the stuff of legendary <laughs> that's what it is it is like the most unbelievably soft reaction to a woman giving another man the finger by the way a man who's been indicted 91 times who was like booked on raping E.G. E. Jean Carroll like two months ago, if you remember that. Yeah. So there are a lot of reasons to hate that guy and to give him the double bird. But the reaction from the super soft right makes me laugh every single time. And listen, I, I dislike the super soft left, too. Like the extremes on both poles can lick it. It doesn't matter to me whatsoever. But my point is this. These guys campaign on political correctness being a problem. 
And if they're upset, that's a good point. Because it's not yeah. politically yeah, yeah. correct to give Donald <laughs> Trump the double bird. Are you talking about the softest crew in North America right now? I think we are. Okay, two things. I don't think this is going to impact his career at all. I think it's some people. Of course, it won't. Some it's people just projection. Just, it's everybody trying to say, "Oh, listen, he's done," and 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 it, and it literally is a warning shot across the bow. Anytime someone pushes back against idiocy, right? Yeah. So Nia Burr gives him the finger, and they're like, "His career's done." It's the same stupid talking point every single time. Yeah, and it's so boring. boring. To, well, I don't think it's going to happen because it's Bill Burr, and he, I don't he's think enormous. he's cancelable. Like you can't cancel him, <laughs> right? It, no. It will actually be part of his next stand-up set. Oh, that, like, that's the next point I want to make. percent He'll talk you about bet. it and all the people that were butthurt and go... I cannot wait, actually, for what he does with it. Cause, yeah, because yeah, it, it'll be... Because he's very smart with how he builds his shows. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see how he handles the whole thing. I can't wait for that. Okay, Secondly, I, I do have to say one thing, though, before we move on to the next topic. Jimmy knows who Bill Burr is, so we're way ahead of the game today. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yes, I do. He was in Mandalorian. Oh, that's... <laughs> he was in yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. That's how he knows <laughs> the, who he is. The best thing about that, he's too, all, is... He's only one of the biggest stand-up <laughs> comics in the world. Jimmy's like... Never heard of stand-up. He's in Star Wars. <laughs> and he and the thing is too the funny thing about that is he hates Star Wars. Bill Burr has railed against it for years about the nerds yeah. and all that, and then ends up on it. Very and funny. Loves it. And well, now he and loves then it. the other thing is he just did a version of himself in Star Wars, which I thought was hilarious because he too. was just like a Boston comic <laughs> on a spaceship. <laughs> it was funny. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, yeah. Um. I need somebody to find me the extended video, the only video I've seen, and I looked last night for about 30 minutes, is just the two double birds from Nia, Nia Burr, yeah. right? It looks like Kid Rock was walking up to Bill Burr, and it looked like he was going to pat him on his bald head. Did you see that? Um, I did, and, and I'm not too sure what to make of it because I know that Bill Burr and Kid Rock are not each other's fans, right? Like, I know Bill Burr doesn't like Kid Rock, and he mocks him all the time, but Bill yeah, Burr's yeah. a pretty smart dude. Um, and and so he kind of plays the middle. He does a really good job of that. But um, Kid Rock, I know him, and he's one of those, like, star efforts for a lack of a better point yes, like yes. he he likes to be around certain people to curate his narrative he likes to be around certain people that kind of encapsulate that whole kid rock thing and reinforce the kid rock thing because it's yes. all an act like it's like a wrestling heel it's the same thing jimmy you understand that better than most people and he's actually a really nice person like when you sit and talk to him he's very very I've kind heard, i've heard fun that. to be with yeah, very yeah, insecure yeah. So, as well from what Pam, oh, pamela anderson was saying a hundred percent. But you don't pat yeah, a on. bald guy on the head. You, you, <laughs> no, 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 you don't. No, you leave his it's head alone. It's a bad move. Especially if you don't know him. But he's that guy that thinks he's everybody's friend. So if you walk into a room with Kid Rock, the, the, the thing is, is that he'll pay attention to the most important person in the room. And if someone more important than that person comes in, he'll pay attention to that person. Okay. So that's how he is personally. Okay. So he probably walked up to Bill Burr and thought, hey, I'm going to look good on a camera. I'm going to pick the biggest comic in the world's head. <laughs> and Bill Burr, did you see his, see his head look kind of like he leaned back? He's like, what the F are you don't, doing? Don't do, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But I didn't see Bill's reaction. 
Anyway, yeah. uh, if anybody sees longer video of that, please do me a favor, send it to me. Now, we're going to take a break here quickly, and we're going to come back because I have one more thing I want to bounce off of you, okay? All right. This has to do with Apple Watches. And my little buddy, James P. White, I think he's been hiding something from me. Okay, we'll be back in a bit on that. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, now we're going to turn this actually into a bit of a topic. Uh, because I have a list of things, Dean, that I don't trust about people. I've been keeping it for years. There's a bunch of stuff on it. Cats, blue Eyes cheese. With mustaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. If you wear a scarf, an ascot. Um, again, it's a long, involved list. We don't need to get into. If you into. drive a Tesla, I don't trust you. That's another thing. I want to add something to the list. If you talk into your Apple Watch, if you take a phone call on your Apple Watch, I don't 100%. trust you. Jimmy, you have an Apple Watch. You've avoided doing this around me, haven't you? Uh, there's a lot of things I avoid doing around you. <laughs> and, you know, doing stuff on my phone through my watch is one of them. Because I would mock him mercilessly. So like, he knows it. Because not only that, because I also specifically switch from Apple Music to uh, Spotify because I can control the song list on my watch. Oh my God! You're so so. Like when I do a strip show and I'm turning the music on, I can turn it on with my watch without having to pull my phone out. Yeah, is that a euphemism for something else? Pull my phone out. That's amazing. No, talking about pulling your phone out for real so, when you're doing a strip show. I kind of knew you could answer a phone call on your Apple Watch, but it it was something that's never really registered for me. And then the other day, I was I was in a food court. Ordered some, I had to eat something quickly. I sat down, and a guy not too far away, a couple of tables away from me, I was watching him. He answered a phone call on his Apple Watch and then sat at the table and talked into mm. his phone or watch or watch, talked into his watch. And I'm like, yeah, but would he take after he talked into his watch? Would he take his watch and then put it up to his ear to listen? Is it one of those things? He I just sort of had it around his face. Oh, did he? Like he was a Secret Service agent? It's I've got, it's got a speaker like in it. Yeah. It's got, and and he had an open so can, conversation do you do that, in a Jimmy? food court. Do you take a call. I, I can do it that then? way. I can also do it where I'm controlling no, it you, through I my know head. You can do it, but do you do it? Of course, he does. Of course, I listen, do. Just not around there lock. There is nothing <laughs> douchier than someone having an actual phone call on their Apple Watch. Like nothing. Um, nothing. But, like but a, sometimes I use my headset agent. too, where you talk into your watch and That's you can take okay. it on your headset. That's all right. That's okay. I'm talking about when you pull it up to your to your wrist, like you're protecting the president. This is the first is... time I've ever seen anybody do this. Like, listen, I know yeah, that this thing has she. the. It honestly should be. There's there's somehow... a reason why I've always wanted to be able to do that on my watch. Why, Knight Rider? Remember, he used to talk to Kit through his watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the topic this morning. <laughs> Night Rider. We're Knight adding Rider. we're That's adding good. that. We're adding Apple talking into your Apple Watch, taking a phone call on your Apple Watch. Uh, but who's on your list of people you don't trust? 7809890957. Dean, thank you for your time, brother. Boys, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. The locker room topic of the day. 
Hello? Darcy, who's on your list of people you don't trust? Oh, that's the easy one. People that use their phones to listen to music without earbuds. I'm seeing that more and more. What What is that? Like people wandering around with their phone and they're just, they got music blasting. Or they do that on the bus all the time and it drives it's me insane. on the bus or uh, the LRT. <laughs> I see it on oh, the LRT. Crazy. I see it on the LRT all the time. It's weird. Some of them even have like um, those uh, Bluetooth speakers. Bluetooth speakers, and they're walking around with them. They, well, they use a hair, headset. Bugs exactly. me too. Darcy, that's. I need to add that to my list. Thank you, brother. Drive safe. No problem. Have a good day. The locker room topic of the day. Who's on your list of people you don't trust? We should go through my list. We'll do that next. Okay. Okay. So, Christy, I, I don't uh, trust people who don't like dogs. You know what's interesting about that conversation is it's okay to say, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, it's okay to say that you don't like cats, but it's not okay to say you don't like dogs. Have you noticed that? But the thing is, though, is... is There's a double standard there, though. No, I don't believe so, because the thing is, though, is dogs don't, don't like certain people, too. Like, they're... They're a good judge of character. Most dogs are. I think dogs smell fear. My thing with my dog is if somebody is not, is like against my dog going up to them because he's friendly, right? Like he just wants attention. Um, Then I'm like, I'm completely 100% okay with it, right? Like I have no issues because some people have been attacked by dogs. Yeah. Right? So they're scared. So if they're scared, I will, you know, I'll give you Being a wide... Being scared and not liking are two totally different things. That's ah, kind of in the same the same boat, though. I don't know. I'm kind of on the same... Anyone who doesn't like dogs, I don't trust you. <laughs> okay. All right. But what my else? favorite people in the world are dogs. Um, scuba. Uh, says anyone who wears... Or a man who wears their a ring on their index finger. What is that? Yeah. I, that's got to be awkward. I can't, I can't see. Really? I have a problem with jewelry. I got like, I, I'm, I can't wear a watch. I can't wear. So I already have an issue. I just, I'm not sure I'm judging somebody who puts a ring on a weird finger, but the pinky, uh, ring I find odd too. But like, on I, the index finger, Green Lantern wears his ring on his index finger, and the, a lot of the superheroes that is there, wear rings. What are you? Are, maybe somebody knows something about that. Like, if you put a ring on your index, does that say something? Like, I don't know. Are you a swinger or something? <laughs> I don't know. The locker room topic of the day. Who's on your list of people you don't trust? If you're ever trying to reach the show, it's 780-989-0957. That's a text line. It's also a phone number. Jimmy, what do you got? Okay, we got Wade, politicians, and men who wear their hair in a bun. The, yeah, the top knot. Yeah, the top knot. The top knot. I. Uh, what is I that? I want to grab people by their top knot. I get bought. Unless you're... Like Japanese, and you're like a I don't know into karate or something. It just doesn't no, that's work sumo for me. Sumo wrestling, that sumo, they have, have they? the top knot. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Um, and someone who doesn't want to be mentioned, their boss, their boss. That's come in, and you wanted to add one before we get to my list. Yeah, before I get to your list, it, mine is people who haven't seen Star Wars or say they haven't to be uh, seen Star Wars. Because there's a lot of people that say that they haven't seen Star Wars just to be annoying. I think I think that's a bit. 
people are just trying to annoy yeah. people by saying they've never. I've I never believed. There's a certain age, like if you've reached a certain point in your life, like past thirty, you've seen Star Wars, even if you're trying to tell people you haven't. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I don't trust them. I I I'm okay with that one, Jimmy. The locker room topic of the day. Before we get back into the topic and my list of people that I don't trust, we got some uh, some uh, ring uh, texts in. So nothing the, about the index finger, though, right? Um, no. So okay. the ring on the uh, the pinky finger is an engineer thing, according to Dave. I think it's also like an Italian mob thing, like. Yeah, I, maybe. Because in The Sopranos, you got the, the, the pinky ring finger. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And s- swinger rings are worn on your ring finger on your right hand. And I so think if you see someone wearing a ring on their right hand, they're a swinger. I also think they're black. Black rings. There's something about black rings as well. Not that maybe. I'm an expert on swinging. But. <laughs> you, you did live in St. Albert for a All long right. time. Let's, uh, let's leave it at that. Now, we'll go through my list here. If you've ever missed this, this is something I've been maintaining for years now. Okay, so if you don't drink, if you don't like chili, if you're a vegan, if you've ever, if you've never had a fist fight with your father or stepfather, if you like or play soccer, if you don't drink coffee, if you own a cat, redheads, people who don't barbecue in the winter, people who wear suspenders, people who don't like tacos, all politicians, men who wear scarves, men that dye their hair, men who wear turtlenecks, anyone who does magic, nice people, or if you're too happy, people who like or cook with blue cheese, people who think that life is wrestling, men with top knots. We've had some of these come in this morning already. People who like clowns or dress up like clowns. People who have too much money. People who like fruitcake. People who don't wear underwear go commando. Men that write children's books. People who over 30 that never got their driver's license. I've already anyone that walks around with their cell phone in their front pocket. Anyone that carries their wallet in their front pocket. And if you take phone calls on your Apple Watch, need to add that to the list. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Okay, we couldn't do Bend Over Mondays, so today we're doing Grab Your Ankles Tuesday. We're joined by Jason Bale. Thank you for this. Um, The first thing that we need to deal with, Jason, is last week we did this whole bike lane math. A city councillor reaches out to me and says, your numbers were wrong. Would you like the updated information? And I said, absolutely. Send it to me. There was a bit of an exchange, but I never got corrected numbers. So... I thought we would recap the numbers from last week. Now, we were rounding down for the most part. So if they were wrong, they were probably wrong on the sort of the low end of things. But this is what we have coming here in Edmonton. Before 2030, so over the next eight years, they're going to add 600 kilometers to the already 130 kilometers of bike lanes in the city. That number is... 678. 678. So we were actually downplaying it a little bit they currently have 300 million set aside to build 600 kilometers 678 without taking inflation into account they're probably short about 300 million dollars if not more that would be my guess yeah okay 
So, just based on historical costs, that's what I would be Well, because the 130 kilometers cost them a million dollars per kilometer. Just shy of that, about uh, like 950, uh, right? We're trying to not round because those are inaccurate numbers. Okay, but, uh, all right. Well, yeah. and again, maybe it does go up to a million dollars. The annual maybe. bike lane maintenance is $75,000 per kilometer. Is that right? I was just having trouble doing the math, but it's 9 million for the 130 million. So whatever that was. 130 out, kilometers. About right. Okay. Or, so for the 130 kilometers. Listen, if the numbers are that far off, then come on the show and correct them. And then also, I got this great idea. Justify bike lanes for us when you have to increase our taxes by 7%. So now we want to do something quickly today with this segment with you, and it's it's about inflation. T- yeah, tell so- us what you think that the city council did wrong with the increase inflation by the federal government. So the federal government increased interest rates in an effort to discourage spending and try to fight, bring down inflation, right? Have that supply and demand meet. Uh, so bringing down demand to, to meet supply. And then this council, they passed their $7 billion, or, yeah, seven billion or so capital budget for this cycle, where the previous one was only $4.7 billion, the one before that $4.3 billion, so relatively in line with each other. But then this council said, no, no, no. Now that costs are through the roof, now that uh, inflation is through the roof, let's increase the amount of projects that we're doing when they should be cutting back to help fight inflation, theoretically making them partially responsible for uh, inflation because they didn't bring down their spending. So they want to increase our property taxes because of inflation, but they're part of the problem. Yes, absolutely. Do you think they see it like that? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I, I think they say, hey, I, I I won an election and they're treating it like they won the lottery and they just start spending. <sighs> okay. All right. This is going to be a weekly segment. Jason Bale, thank you for your time today. And again, we'll have you back on Mondays for Bend Over Mondays. Um, today, because it's Tuesday, we missed Monday. It's Grab Your Ankles Tuesday. All right. <laughs> Another lovely day. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Luck. Three, two. The Locker Rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. We represent the It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Alien. I might, I might play alone, but I want to get the hell out of here. Oh, God. It's moving right towards you. That's That's where he dies. So, like, that's... Uh, Tom, that's probably who we'll jump into next, yeah, Tom right? Yeah, Scarrett. So we were um, at Sigourney Weaver. That's why we were doing Alien. And it's a six degrees of separation. We ended up at Alien because she was in Heartbreaker with Jennifer Love Hewitt. You possibly... You weren't sure if you'd seen... It's been a really long time. Like, they're, like I watched it, you know, yesterday, and... There was some of the movie that I didn't remember, but there's a lot that I did. But the funny thing is, is you mentioned it off air, I believe it was, about them smoking during breakfast. Like everyone there, you know, the well, the whole just, movie, yeah. But the whole room's full of smoke, <laughs> and they're having their Cheerios. You know, I've, I'm guessing that nobody smokes in space. That's yeah. I'm guessing yeah. that's probably not, not a, thing a thing now. But yeah. anyway, I I thought it was funny because 
uh, that just shows how old it is. It was nineteen seventy nine that movie yeah. came out. I, you know what? I thought it stood up to. I like the special watched... effects are awesome, especially for that time without using CG. I'm trying to remember the last time I watched Alien, that franchise. I think I went back and rewatched them when, when the Alien Resurrection came. Uh, what, which, what's the one where she's she goes to the prison? Is that the third one? I don't remember it. Alien 3 maybe might yeah. be the third. There was one where she where she becomes the alien. Is that Resurrection? I think it's I Resurrection. I think that's Resurrection. So I, I remember re-watching them all when that came out, and I think that was like early 2000s, late 90s or something. So it's been a long time for me as well. But I rewatched them all. I started watching them last week when we started talking about it. Yeah. And whenever I was around the TV, I'd just like throw it on and sort of casually watch them. And I got all the way to um, Alien versus Predator. So I, I think that's the fifth one in the franchise. I'm not following the... The, the chron- chronology. Chron- yeah, I just followed the Alien movies. And yeah, I was... I'm impressed. They're, and they're freaky. They're, they're Oh, yeah. When the aliens jump out, even though you know it's coming because the music is building, it's... Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, it stands up. The special effects are great pretty, for the time. Pretty decent. Yeah. 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 I think those movies have got to be... From the 80s, they have to be some of the best special effects movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that... It, Them it and Terminator. Set, Terminator set the standard, right? Yeah, very good. So what are you giving it? What's your rating uh, for 100%. Alien? You give that one a five. There you go. Um, five buttered cobs of Tabor corn for... We did get a, a couple of texts on the Alien thing. Alien 3 was the one where they were in the prison. Alien Resurrection was the one where they were with uh, Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. She was the android in it. And then they went to Alien versus Predator, and Bishop's in it, but he's not Bishop. I haven't got to the end of it. Maybe they'll sort that out. Remember Bishop? Yeah. From the first one? Yes. He's in Alien versus Predator. He's the one that takes him into the down the tunnel in the South Pole. Huh. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, you haven't I, seen that one? Not in a long time. Okay. All right. The Locker Room, only on Chris. Again, this is pure speculation. This is complete and total rumor i have nothing to verify this on outside of somebody that i know that is a massive pearl jam fan so they're on chat room board like discussions all the time and um he's hearing that they're gonna do a tour in the u.s in may and there's the possibility of some canadian stops on the first leg of the u.s tour so it's it's April, May, May, yeah, something like that. And then June, July, they're going to shift to Europe. And then August, September, they're coming back to the U.S. And then that there's an outside chance that we may get, like on the front end of the tour, there'll be like the Western Canadian dates. And then on the, the third leg, the U.S. tour, when they come back from Europe, there'll be like the Montreal, the Torontos, and the East Coast hmm. side of things. That'd so, be cool. If you're a big Pearl Jam fan, there may be news coming down the pipe sooner than later. There you go. The Locker Room News. So Iceland town is evacuated amidst earthquakes and potential uh, volcanic eruption. So the government of Iceland has ordered the evacuate, evacu- 
evacuation of Grandia Vic. You're going to slow this down, aren't you? Uh-huh. Uh, which is a small uh, fishing town just uh, on 50 the south- kilometers south of Reykjavik, so the capital. Okay. The, and- this volcano is fairly close to the capital. How many people in Reykjavik? Because this town okay. had like four or 5,000 people in it. Yeah, so there's 4,000 people in the town. Like The entire country is only only has a population of... Three hundred and seventy-two thousand people. Not a, not 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 a huge, not it's, an overly populated. No, place, like there's yeah. more people in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the thing is, is where this town is. There's been a number of they say three hundred nine hundred earthquakes. Wow. So they're little ones. The and whole the thing island is, apparently has been like going crazy. So uh, it's the whole island is basically. On a volcano, because I know when I was there, uh, someone who was giving us a tour going from the airport to Reykjavik, they were saying that you could see steam in the, uh, like, a ways away. Yeah, yeah. They say that island constantly grows because of vol- volcanic activity yeah. and the underwater, like, the underground lava flow. So the island does grow because the lava goes into the ocean yeah, yeah, and turns obviously. to rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying that the earthquakes are bad, there's a possible eruption, but as of right now, it's not as bad as it has been, Like, so they haven't had air pollution. In previous earthquakes, they've had it where the air pollution was so bad that they had to close the airport. What I was hearing yesterday was that the, that the earthquakes obviously are... A sign that it might trigger the volcano on the island, yeah. which is on the south side. So that's why they, they, um, they evacuated that one fishing village. Yeah, and everyone sort of headed north. And then they were also saying that this is also a sign because it's quiet right now. It's sort of the calm before the storm. Yeah, a lot the of experts- earthquakes have calmed down, but they're still saying there could be an eruption because yeah. the lava is. They're saying flowing. that that's usually a sign when they when everything stops and then it gets quiet. Then it might blow, but that that earth that volcano hasn't erupted in eight hundred years or something. That specific area, but I know there have been eruptions in another Smaller town called uh, called. If I'm not going to say it, uh, <laughs> in the in the last like in 2021, 2022, and also this year, there was a, a small eruption there. Okay, All right. so they're still, still allowing concerned. flights in and out. So the airport's still open, but they're concerned that there is going to be an eruption. I, I did know that a lot of the tourism in Iceland has to do with the volcanoes, right? Like you go and you see the volcanoes. But not only that, because there's an area like near this village where they have hot springs, where it's basically uh, because that the, makes sense. the yeah. uh, lava flow is underneath it. Did you, when you were there with the basketball team? The no, we were only team? there for like, three days and we had two days of shows you didn't do the the, the hot springs no huh but right. but one thing with this is the oh, i totally lost where i was going never mind all right then we're gonna punch out okay yeah all right i need time to slow down that first part of the newscast yeah i sort of figured so the locker room news so iceland town is evacuated immense earth Quakes and potential uh, volcanic eruption. So the government of Iceland has ordered the evacuate evacu 
evacuation of Grandy Evac. You're going to slow this down, aren't you? Uh-huh. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Yeah, I found an article. I didn't look at it. I just okay. copied the link and I sent it to you, Jimmy. All right. Because I think I can predict what this list is going to be. Okay. Based on my knowledge as a doctor, I think I can tell you what's going to be on the list. I know what number one is for sure. Okay. Okay. 15 of the healthiest alcoholic drinks, and this is from dietitians, right? So they're saying if you are going to drink, this is what you should try and drink. All right. Number uh, one, beer. Uh, no, red wine. Okay. Number two, beer. Tequila on the rocks. Number three, beer. Vodka soda. Son of a... Okay. Number four, beer. Bloody Mary. Number five, beer. Mezcal on the rocks. Number six, beer. Wine spritzer. Number seven, beer. Dry champagne. Who made this list? Number eight, beer. Mold wine. Number nine, beer. Margarita with fresh grease lime juice. Ten, beer. Hard kombucha. Number 11, beer. Low calorie beer. There we go. Your diet beer. Nailed it. A new beer would be on the list. The locker room. Saw a story about Matt Perry's ex-girlfriend. She kind of weighed into um, Matthew Perry's passing. It's been about a month now, hasn't it? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a... We probably will find out soon. The toxology report should come soon, but she was suggesting that he may have had a relapse. I think a lot of people are thinking the same thing. They didn't find any drugs or anything on the on the premise, but her her memory of being with him when he was on pills was that he was like very paranoid about people finding them and um and that he hid them very well or he just took them all and and then when he needed more would go out and try to get get them with why by whatever means yeah so and there was grant brought this up and i grant brought this up before he passed away i remember him saying because it was kind of news at the time that that matt perry's instagram he was posting odd stuff like there was a handful of things he so there was there was a conversation that maybe he had slipped. Yeah, uh, I just found an article that the uh, his death certificate was uh, the cause of death was cited as deferred. So they haven't really determined what his cause of and death is. When it's is. deferred, generally speaking, that that means there there probably some legal stuff dealing. Yeah, looking with into it. it so it's not public. Yeah, yeah. He was calling himself Matt Man, which she claims the ex again was that was a thing he did when he was when he was high or drunk or whatever because he was obsessed with Batman, so he would call himself Matt Man, which was yeah. right. It wasn't something that he would do when he was sober. So anyway, just regardless if he d- slipped or not, it's just. It's Such sad. Awful, yes, awful, awful, awful story. Three, two. The locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Mini. We represent the not big, no. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. With the Jimmy at the movies, we've been making the connection between actors and movies. So we've yep. been sort of jumping into another actor from the one that we started with six degrees of separation we've been calling it this year so we were on heartbreaker because of jennifer love hewitt 
Um, the second star in that was Sigourney Weaver. So we jumped into Alien. Jimmy could not remember watching Alien, so we made him watch that one on the weekend. I watched all the Aliens this this week because I started watching Alien last week as soon as we talked about it. Um, and we're jumping into Tom Skerritt. So we asked you to send your favorite Tom Skerritt movie, 780-989-0957. What do we got, Jimmy? We got quite a few. We time. got quite a few. We He's got... in a lot of movies I didn't remember. Uh, he was in Top Gun, but we've seen that. I've seen that one. I knew Tom Skerritt was in the the Mash movie. He uh, was, was he? Yeah, he was in uh, Space Camp. <laughs> he uh, he was in uh, Steel Magnolias. Oh wow! A river runs through it with Brad. We made you watch Steel Magnolias, haven't we? Or Brid- Bridges of Madison County. Yeah, Bridges of Madison County made me do There's another one. Terms of Endearment we made you watch as uh, well. Yeah, and Little Women, and yeah. That's that's funny uh, if we made you watch. But the watch, last uh, one to come in was Cheech and Chong Up in Smoke. So he was, I, you know what? I looked it up when I saw that because I was like, was he in that? He was Strawberry in that. Yeah. If anybody remembers that movie. I don't remember those movies. You never I've, watched those movies, have you? I don't think so. You know what I remember? The soundtrack. Because I was raised by hippies, and I remember that soundtrack in our house. Before I ever watched the movie, I remember that, the because the, there were skits on it and things like that, yeah. too. I remember that being around the house. I could see you being into the Cheech and Chong movies because, you know, you did get... I was get, never a big pothead. I, but I, I you did get stoned on a, a bucket of... Uh, well, I mean, I was raised by hippies. There was always weed around, but I was not... It was that brownies. It was I got yeah. We don't need to get into yeah my dosed story, but <laughs> anyway, um, I love the idea of you having to watch Up and Smoke with Cheech and Chong. I love it, and that came in the most. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's it. Done. Cheech well, and Chong <laughs> Up and Smoke this weekend. Fantastic. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Thomas joining us. We've been uh, teasing this for about a week now. We're going to be back with Stuff a Cruiser again. Thomas, you're a peace officer in town. Correct. For the city of Edmonton with the transit section. Okay. So you see some stuff. That would be putting it lightly, yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 12 years of, why did I get into this job? But then you look at it and you go, well, it's, it's reasons like this. It's Stuff a Cruiser. It's okay. helping people out. So It's not getting any better, eh? Uh, there's, there's light. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We can't say it's all bad, but okay. it's not just here. Give me some light. What's the light? Well, the light is things like this, stuff a cruiser. Okay. Or uh, our our community outreach teams working in the transit centers, helping people out with good news stories. So Okay. Good, good. Because I just seem to see an increase in the number of people that are choosing to live in on the streets. Yeah, it's that that seems to be to me and maybe it's just cuz I moved into Edmonton recently. Um it seems to be growing. It 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 does seem like it, yeah, but you have to remember it's 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 super multifaceted and you can't it's not one reason why people yeah. are on the streets. It's not just drugs, it's not just hard times. It's it's everything combined. It's yeah. struggling to get into services, it's struggling to um access those services. Yeah, a lot of like red tape, and and it makes it difficult for some people. So we had a conversation one time with somebody because there was there was a, a gentleman like living outside of our building, and we were like, we should maybe call somebody, right? It's right on the street there, and see if we can do something to help. And they sent somebody down, 
But I remember that conversation was the problem is, and you mentioned, you said multifaceted. That's exactly what they said. There is a number of reasons why that individual could be choosing to do what he's doing. And there's not this one sort of silver bullet, fix it, you know, fix it all solution to these problems. And that's what's making it so difficult. And I know we talk about this all the time on on the show, in the locker room specifically, where it's frustrating because no one has the answer. Even the people that are involved in it on a day-to-day basis don't know how we can curtail this, right? We have to remember too, that it's, it's choice. You can't force people to do things that they don't want to do. And if somebody doesn't want to um, get sober or they don't want to live in housing or they don't want to um, deal with their, their problems that they have, you can't force them to do it. Right. So uh, yeah, it's, 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 hard fr- it's frustrating. You, 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 you want to care for people. You want to help people out. You want to get people off the streets, but at the same time too, uh, that's what you get when you have freedom of choice. Uh, are you getting more help in, on you, in your sector as, as a peace officer? Because I know that there has been an attempt from the city and, and, and I'll, I'll go out of my way to dump on the city if I see, see them doing something stupid. Um, but I also think we should highlight things that they're doing well when they're doing something positive. And from what I've noticed, and this is something that I've seen, and maybe this is just because I pay attention to this kind of stuff, but I've noticed a lot more yellow jackets around when I am getting on transit. Um, yeah, so we, we have our, you know, our, our contract security staff that they're an extra set of eyes and ears in all of our stations. Um, but I want to highlight our, our community outreach teams that we have. Okay. Um, so it's the community outreach transit teams. It's a peace officer paired up with uh, an outreach worker. And we started off, the pilot project was, was two teams. Yeah. And I think we're up to seven now. Okay. And they, they've had a lot of success with some, some really good stories, taking people from being, you know, on the streets, living rough, um, scrounging through garbage cans to getting them into housing, wow. and getting them into programs. Okay. Um, you know, there's the, the, those people work extremely, extremely hard to try and get people out of living in the transit centers, you which almost is not, have a, not to, a good place. You almost have to do that. You have to, you have to approach this from an individual perspective and, and, and take the time to sit down with that person and go, all right, where are you at? What's going on here? Some right? people, some people just need, need a, um, a leading hand. Yeah, there, there's so many services out there. There's tons of money being spent on on addictions and mental health and housing and you know getting people into a better place. But sometimes it can be kind of confusing, and yeah. you just need somebody to go. We know the path. Follow us. Yeah, come with us. Awesome. So, is transit getting a bit safer because of the changes that they've made to what you guys do, peace we're, officers in particular? We're trying. Okay. I mean, that's, that's all I can say is we're trying. Like okay. I, I can't, I can't speak to the, to the numbers right now. I don't have any of that, but we're, we're trying, we're trying our hardest. Okay. That's all I can say. Um, Thomas is a locker room listener and quite a few years ago, we, we've been trying, Jimmy and I were talking about this the other day. We're like, how long have we been doing stuff for Cruiser? 2018. It's, 2018. That's, that's when I got the idea from you guys. So yeah, I think we might've casually mentioned something like it on the air and then you called and we, said, let's do it. We did. When we started as a show, we did stuff a limo. 
That's right. And then that fell through. And then uh, Thomas jumped in and, and replaced it with Stuff a Cruiser, which is tied to Stuff a Bus because of the connection with the city employee. Like Correct. You're employed by the city. Um, so it's an offshoot of that. But you and your group, you guys actually take three days of November, which are coming up here, November 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And where are you going to be, Thomas? So on the 22nd, which is the Wednesday, we're going to be at Save on Foods Meadows, so 23rd Ave, just west of 17th Street from noon to 5. On the 23rd, we'll be Save on Foods Nemeo, which is 95th Street and 160 Ave, okay. uh, noon to 5 again. And then on the 24th, it'll be uh, Save on Foods Stadium, 82th Street and 112th Ave. That's 11 till 3, but that's because the food bank closes early on a Friday. Okay. And... So obviously one of your partners here is is Save On Foods. And we have a number of ways to actually donate. You can come down on one of those days and actually donate and physically give you guys something to stop the cruiser. Correct. Right? Or you can go online and we'll have it up on the cruise page here shortly. Yes, so we got a bunch of information on the cruise page right now about those dates. Because cash doesn't hurt, right? Like with the food bank and with where they're at right now, cash is actually kind of king. Yeah, the food bank, when they take cash, they can buy what they need yes, like, right away. Yeah. Whereas if you know they get 400 cans of soup, well, which it, it's still good. It's but still I mean, great. But you're right. You're right. The cash thing is, is yeah. yeah and they the, get the, specific items that they need. The food um, bank's got a number of partners, too, that they work with so that they actually get a better deal on, on the food pricing. So when they, when they buy something um, from these suppliers, it's, uh, your dollar's going a lot further. So uh, how much have we raised over the last whatever how number of years it is with Stuff Cruiser? Oh, I think it's like upwards of 20,000 pounds of food. Wow. Wow. Okay. So this has been something that uh, we want to keep going and it's been very successful to date. And um, it's it's not getting any easier for the food bank to, to feed people here in Edmonton. So if, if I can give you an example. So our, our outreach teams actually use the food bank for uh, snack items Okay. Um, to hand out to people who are the, our vulnerable population. And the other month, one of my colleagues was telling me they went to go get like granola bars and fruit cups and they didn't have anything. So the food bank offered them tins of sardines <sighs> or th one of the other members this morning was telling me that they went and they were offered, uh, like cheese puff chips and like seaweed chips. Yeah. I got a buddy that works there and he said they're getting hammered. Yeah. They're just getting, they're getting bombarded because people are in, you know, it's, it, it's. Things are tough right now, right? Well, last last year, the 2022 report from the food bank said that on average, every month they were serving about 32,000 people. That's insane. Which is the population of Lloyd Minster. <laughs> so okay. it's it's a lot of people. Um, so you can go to the cruise webpage. You can get information on how you can get involved with stuff for Cruiser. Now, we're going to do something on the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th at those Save on Foods. The addresses, again, are on the webpage as well. Yes. Thomas and his crew are going to be on hand, and, and the locker room will be down there as well to help out with this. But if you show up with any kind of a donation, whatever it is, whether it's food from your own uh, own cabinet or a cash donation or whatever the case might be we're going to have a chance for you to enter a draw for metallica tickets <laughs> there you go um so don't miss out on that again details at 957cruisefm.ca stuff a cruiser thomas thank you for coming in today brother. thank you gentlemen for having me this is show local some love we have dale from jeff's auto glass on with us again welcome back dale Hello, how are you folks doing? Very doing, good. Doing good. Dale, you guys have made some changes since the last time we talked to you. A big move 
Where is Jeff's auto glass located now? Yeah, correct. We did move, but we're actually wasn't a wasn't a big move. We're in the same building complex. Uh, we're at one five zero one five one hundred eighteenth Ave. We're just about four, uh, three doors down from where we were. So new location, same great service, and I noticed that you get. You can get a quote if you go online for a replacement uh, windshield, right? Yep, correct. Uh, we, you can go online. You can get a quote for your uh, windshield. You can call us uh, to get a quote, or you can come in and get a quote. Either way, no matter how you do it, we'll uh, make sure you get uh, what you're looking for. Can you tell us about the uh, Gift a Windshield program? Yeah, uh, so basically uh, we've got a program where you can buy somebody a uh, gift certificate uh, that will go toward the installation of a windshield for, for a loved one or a friend or whatever. You know, if you see somebody who's got that particularly uh, cracked Alberta windshield, you can uh, <laughs> you can give them a gift of a new windshield for Christmas or birthdays or anything like that. And at Jeff's Auto Glass, you handle all makes and models. You'll even replace sunroofs? Yeah, so basically we, we look after all makes and models, including the uh, big tractor-trailer trucks and uh, that type of stuff. As far as sunroofs goes, yeah, we uh, we look after trying to uh, install used or new sunroofs, depending on the client's taste. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if we can find a used one and that's what our customer prefers, we'll do that. If they want a new one, we'll get one from the dealer and we'll put that in. Jeff's Auto Glass has been around since 1983, and you're also very proud of the fact that it's been a family-owned business right from day one. One of the things that we were talking about on the show, Dale, was that winter's coming up, and people have to start thinking about preparing their vehicle for winter. It's probably not a bad idea to get that that Alberta windshield replaced before winter, before the major shifts in the in the temperature. Is that is that a thing? Actually, to be honest, you can install a new windshield at any time of the okay. year. Uh, winter doesn't stop. Uh, we can we can do it at any point at any time. Uh, now, if you decide you want to wait for spring or or do it in the fall before winter, that's fine too. It's a, really a customer's preference. Where should we send people for more information? Well, you can uh, you can send them to Jeff's Auto Glass, uh, our website, or you can. Uh, get them to give our uh, uh, office a call. It's it's really whatever somebody's more comfortable with. Our phone number is 780-451-5727. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.